Welcome back. It's Mush Love from the Mushroom, the Dan and Jer show. I'm Jer. That's Dan. It is a beautiful day, July 19th. Love you guys as always. Dan just had an awesome time in the Hamptons, living the bougie life. Hopefully he doesn't forget about us when he's rich and famous. I'm still in Philly as always. How are you guys doing? How you doing, Dan? Doing great, like you said, just recovering from this weekend. Got the first night of good sleep I had in a couple couple days, so I'm feeling recharged, feeling reset, feeling ready to conquer the week and uh, get back after it. I feel that. I like that. And that actually is going to uh, – I had a couple ideas of what I want to talk about this week, and that like, just solidified it for me, I think. We'll see what actually happens. But speaking of sleep, I've been sleeping very, very well. And I've been listening to Michael Pollan's new book, Your Mind on Plants. Been gaining a lot of uh, popularity. Uh, He's the man who's been a popular figure in the mushroom industry for quite some time anyway. Um, And it seems like he's just gaining steam with that. But something that he uh, mentions in his book that I feel like I'm definitely experienced and uh, can stand by 100% is how much caffeine affects us uh it's wild to me that like i feel like a lot of people see the things that i do and go oh jeremy's doing drugs oh that's crazy and then they don't look at themselves and see that they're doing drugs every day also a lot of times more so than normal people are doing and a lot of times they're addictive and reliant on those drugs so case in point being caffeine um what are your initial reactions i guess to that first uh, totally agree. I mean, it's no, yeah, no different than any other substance. I mean, if you level the playing field and take the stigmas away, caffeine is a pretty heavy stimulant. People wake up with headaches in the morning because they're withdrawing from caffeine from the day before. Mm-hmm. They need to have it to like, ah, oh, I need my coffee to start my day. I mean, that's no different than any other drug addict on hard drugs withdrawing and needing their fix in the morning to be able to function at, at their, whatever their hundred percent is, you know what I mean? Um, and the fact that it has a diminishing returns where if you don't take that, then you don't feel like before people ever drank coffee, they would probably have energy all day normally, maybe get a little bit of tiredness from work. But then it's like there's a diminishing returns where after being addicted to caffeine without it, they might only operate on like 60 percent without that coffee that day. So it definitely um, does does have negative effects for sure. Exactly. And uh, what you said, a lot of times people like wake up with that headache and then they say, oh, I need to have coffee again. I see that all the time. Makes me realize, I think, a little bit more. Something I've never realized is coffee affects you for longer than you think it affects. A lot of people, they get that Mm -hmm. jolt from the caffeine. Then when the jolt's over, they think, oh, there's no more effect of the caffeine. Just like microdosing mushrooms that we talk about all the time, it's affecting you long after the microdose really affects you. The day after, a lot of times you say is when you're going to get a lot of the the feelings and the thinking and the realizations is coffee is affecting you the next day also. A lot of times people are getting the negative effects like you've mentioned, like the withdrawals the next day and then they are having another cup of coffee to subside it. So really what you're doing is you're having coffee to get rid of your negative side effects, not even to really increase. Enjoy the coffee, yeah. Enjoy and feel and then reason being this is i guess a little bit of a theory of mine is why do i think that we are so blind to this and unconscious it's because we're getting addicted to caffeine from a young age when's the first Mm. time you had caffeine do you think or 
Um, I'm a little bit skewed because my dad is like hates on coffee because oh, he he's as the man. He's very, I mean, we have the same personality, very high energy, sober and stuff. And my dad always says, he's like, yo, I turn into like, you would think I'm on hard drugs when I drink coffee, just jittering off the walls and stuff. So he actually demonizes how he's someone who ever since a young age demonized caffeine and said everyone's addicted to it and normalizes it and was actually very outspoken about that. Um, so I didn't try coffee until I was a little later. Um, I would think I was 15 working my first summer job in Long Beach Island and I had no taste for had no taste for coffee yet, hated it. But I was like tired one morning and I, all the other people who worked there tried it. And I was like, ah, oh, let me try it, see what it's all about. Oh. And and forced myself to drink it even though I hated it. Like like some well, little kid shit. So and, uh, here's, and the, here's the thing though. I um, I might have said coffee, but I think I, I think I probably used a couple words. I meant caffeine. You've had- Caffeine? Okay, earlier, way, way earlier. Yeah, when have you had caffeine? I mean, as a little kid, chocolate has caffeine in it. Oh. Um, I used to be a skateboarder and um, energy drinks. Mountain I remember thir yeah, 13 crushing like Red Bulls and stuff at a skateboarding camp and stuff. Yep. So, yeah. Exactly. So I think, I don't know if that was, um, if I actually did that, if it's on purpose, but I think sometimes people say caffeine and they quickly assume coffee or tea mm. and they don't think soda has caffeine too. It has such a little bit amount. It's like a microdose maybe. Of caffeine, right, yeah. but it has caffeine too we don't even think of it as a drug because we don't even think of soda as having caffeine really or have it really affecting us most people that i know had soda as young as what three years old four years old yeah like if you can drink you can have it now here's why i don't think a lot of people realize how much caffeine affects us is because if you were having your soda when you're five years old and your Red Bulls when you're 12, and then your coffee when you're 15, it's ingrained in your system so much now that you don't even really know how much it's affecting you. If you detoxed from caffeine for three months and you had absolutely no caffeine, and then you started having um, caffeine again, I bet you you would think that it affected you uh, quite a bit. Did you hear any of okay. that? Um, sorry, I lost you. I said you said uh, caffeine, yeah, chocolate, soda, Basically, coffee. I was saying is I don't think people realize how much it affects us because we've done so much caffeine our whole life. Right. If you detoxed caffeine for three months and then did um, a caffeine dose, I bet you you'd have a, a, an experience. It'd probably be like pretty wild to think like that first time when you're in LBI to have caffeine for work. Right. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious now, I guess, like, if people would um, would think that, if people would be so open to caffeine if they realized how much it was affecting them. Do you think well, I'm care? So or? I don't know. Well, I definitely am someone who treads very carefully with my caffeine intake. I'm very similar to my dad. I don't really try to drink uh, coffee every day and stuff. Um, but I'm some like, maybe once a week I drink coffee. And when I do, like, I kind of purposefully don't drink it often so it actually retains its effects when i do like really want to feel it or whatever so i'm not the type of person waking up with headaches but like when, even if i go two weeks and don't drink coffee like over in the hamptons i hadn't been drinking coffee for like two weeks and i woke up and it's it's like way stronger than people realize like it's like euphoric almost and very like i'm like whoa i'm jittering and i feel high like yep. almost to like the point of like a mild adderall or something like that where i'm like whoa this is Un un almost uncomfortably energized so i do think it, it is very desensitized to how strong it is and how reliant we are and people just waiting in line in the mornings for their coffee like just like they're you know other people wait for their drugs from their dealer you know i mean so it's 
-hmm. Exactly. Do you think things would ever change? Like, I feel like uh, if if people just looked at the science and how much it affect us, people would be like, yeah, coffee will be regulated. You, it won't be as easy to get eventually. But it's so ingrained in our life. Do you think there would ever be uh, regulation behind it? Like, you can't have more than 20 cups in a day, or you have to be at least 12 years old to have caffeine? Or are we too far I mean, gone? I think we're too far gone uh, personally, but I think a minimum age might be good for caffeine because just it, it can fuck with your growth and, you know, development and things of that nature if you're drinking it all the time. But um, no, I think it's so ingrained in society. I mean, you look at even some of these like businesses like <laughs> America runs on dunk, like right. America runs on being minorly fucking addicted to or like very addicted to caffeine. So it's like even in these businesses slogans, like they're they're relying on us to, to stay to that. And also, I think work like so many businesses especially like in the tech world and and you know where you're crunching numbers accounting i really think like there would be a performance for their performance would fall off if suddenly they had to it'd be one thing if the whole society somehow could gradually wane off in some type of way that might be different but if you took caffeine away from the world tomorrow i think there'd be a lot of fucked up accounting mistakes there'd be a lot of uh, errors in code i think there'd be like you know stuff like that going uh, a lot higher than you would think. Definitely. Um, you're, you're bringing up a lot of uh, the examples or insights that Michael Pollan actually brought up, which is pretty impressive if, if you haven't read it yet. But something he brings up is that um, in the Civil War, the Confederates didn't have access to coffee, and the Union did, and that was a huge advantage. One, because of uh, more time that the Union would have to like put towards fighting because they'd have energy right. from the caffeine, but also just like morale and all of that of just uh, having the caffeine. So um, you're you're definitely right. If we didn't have caffeine, there'd there'd probably be a noticeable difference in the workforce and productivity. Um, but I think that I personally think that that would be a short term. Um, problem that would eventually long term be beneficial because people would be generally happier, healthier, and when we have happier, healthier people, we'd be generally more productive. I agree with that. Um, yeah, I agree. Long term, it would definitely like taper back off to normalcy. Yeah, exactly. It just takes some time. What do you think? Can you think of any other drugs that are like kind of normalized or okay that um, that maybe like should be thought about a little bit more? I mean, definitely alcohol. I think we've touched on that briefly in past episodes, but even this weekend, like, I don't, you normally I stay pretty um, together when I drink. I try to keep, you know, my, 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 you know, never get too fucked up where I'm too far gone or being sloppy and stuff like that. But this weekend, um, I let myself go at the club was just, you know, having fun, getting drunk and stuff. Still, See, you know, old ladies still, does that to me, at, at least me. I don't know. Maybe that's why, uh, dude, all these, all these older women with, <laughs> with millions in the bank accounts, I was trying to go home and say, what's up? No, yeah. um, <laughs> But, but no, alcohol, the normalization of that is like way just because I'm someone who like, you know, um, I stayed more towards plant medicine, like mushrooms and, and weed is like my main two things that I consume more regularly. Um, but alcohol is so altered, like just the fact of how loose I can get because I'm someone who's very like socially anxious. I first get to the club. I'm like, oh, all these people are standing around looking uptight and this and that. And then two hours later, I'm on the dance floor, shirt off, sweating, yeah. instigating, like bringing in other people to dance with our group. We, me and me and all the girls and me and Saray and some of our other friends, we are bringing in other young chicks, they're dancing and throwing their butt in a circle and like bringing up the energy. So it's like, 
when you walk in and it's it's funny to watch the development like we walked into the club it's like six o'clock the music was more chill like they had a live band everyone's being cordial and oh yeah and then by like 10 o'clock 11 midnight it's a complete different vibe people are all fucked up like it, it completely alters the social dynamic so i mean i think that is huge um and i think alcohol is like so normal especially like college culture i mean i didn't go uh throughout college but watching while not being immersed in it but to be able to watch from the sidelines of a lot of kids i went to school with and stuff just actually blacking out like i hate blacking out i hate getting that that drunk it's like scary to me but these kids every night every weekend like constantly you just see it you're just completely gone they're throwing up the next morning on their stories laughing at each it's like why is this funny like this is you're poisoning yourself to the point of throwing up the next morning you have no recollection of the night before you're not even like and that's what's sad to me too of when people get that drunk it's like they want to get drunk to loosen up to have a fun experience and then they have they go too far over the the pendulum and it swings and then you don't remember the experience and then you feel like shit the next day yeah what's the point <laughs> like it, what is the point it doesn't make sense to me i although i used to be guilty of it so i i get it but uh, i have too for sure but yeah it definitely doesn't make sense i agree i also think um so alcohol is one and then just to um end it i guess another like common one would be sugar i think is um affects mm. people a lot more than uh people realize and just so ingrained in our culture that it's accepted but i don't think it's um uh as good as um people uh seem to consume it would think. i had to read a book for uh, my freshman year uh history class mm -hmm. to do a book report it was called how sugar changed the world it's funny how you're saying because i don't even think of sugar as a drug when we're talking like right. that one when you said that i was like oh yeah sugar but yeah, I mean, like that completely transformed trade routes and modernized our like, like everything about modern trade and stuff like sugar was people were fiending for that back in the 16, 1700. Like that was everything like that was like the, the hard drugs for them. They're like, yo, let me get that sugar. I need that. So exactly. um, yeah, d definitely impacted the, the modern landscape of our world and our current world as well. Yep. So I, I guess uh, to end it, my last closing thoughts are. Hopefully, a new time is upon us, and uh, I like to think that in the next 10 years or so, people aren't going to drink as much coffee, people aren't going to eat as much sugar, and people are going to be doing uh, more mushrooms, more LSD, maybe even more opium, heroin, whatever, in microdose amounts, and we will change the, uh, the thoughts that like drugs are necessarily bad or always bad, and um, I don't know, maybe sometimes drugs yeah. will be accepted. Well, just to real quick be the devil's advocate of like, because you're kind of alluding to that, like Carl Hart type of philosophy mm -hmm. of like, you know, let's level the playing field of drugs is at the end of the day, it's still like to each their own. You know what right. I mean? We're, we're, de we're demonizing the ones that are mainstream right now because of how widespread they are and how like easy of examples and how we see it in society. But I mean, if everyone was microdosing opium, you know, there might be way more societal problems or whatever. So, I mean, it's easy. So I'm like, but I, I don't, I wouldn't demonize that either. Like, again, the, the whole thing for me is like, I'm, I very much follow that Carl Hart type of mentality of like, hey, whatever drugs you guys want to consume that, that allows you to get through your life, that's great. Hopefully we get to the point of consciousness and uh, meditation and natural holistic health that people don't need any drugs. That'd mm. be the, 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 the real dream. But at the same time, it's like, whether that's coffee, whether that's Adderall, whether that's someone doing meth, whether that's, I mean, obviously certain ones have a much weightier connotation and, you know, saying it out loud, you're like, oh, he does that. Right. But at the same time, it's like teach their own, live and let live, um, you know, whatever drugs. If people, if coffee makes their day more enjoyable and more bearable, then by all means, um, you know, so 
I just think it's a matter of like what you're saying, leveling the playing field and allowing people the options and in a safe way. And as long as we're not destroying ourselves in the process, I mean, I think the main conversation is just moderation. And, and like I talk about that with some of my friends this weekend, um, I was talking to my friends about mushrooms and stuff because they weren't as educated on it. Mm. And I was just saying like, hey, like, you know, there it's a great thing. It's just like anything, moderation, whether it's coffee. I mean, like I have one cup a week and I feel great. I get like all stimulated and stuff because I keep my tolerance low. Um, but, you know, yeah, so to each their own. And um, exactly. No, it is what it is. Well said to each their own, everything in moderation. I love it. Couldn't have said it better. Thanks, Danny. Appreciate you. Much love as always. Much love from the mushroom. Much love. You guys enjoyed the show as much as I did. Like, subscribe. Let us know what you want to hear about. And please be a guest. We'd love to hear from you. Talk to you soon. Have a great one. Peace.